Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about empowerment. We share practices, we share tools, we share tips for opening up to the different parts of self, going into places that are often hidden from us when we're up here in our minds. So this episode today is all about soul gifts and soul purposes. How do we step into our soul purposes? How do we uncover them? What does it feel like to be on the path? How do I know, right? How do I open up to my soul gifts? This is the big thing is I know that I've got other gifts in me. We all have them. And so even if you're thinking, I don't know if I've got any of those gifts, I promise you, we've all got these unique gifts and this unique way of expressing self in this world. So this episode, we talk about uh, three different steps on how to uncover these soul gifts, how to step into our purposes, because they change. I share a really powerful practice at the end, which is the feminine way of opening up to soul purposes. And it's very different than asking yourself, what is my deepest purpose? on the planet. It's another question that takes you into a different place. So that I'm really excited to share with you. If you are not yet a member of Rewilding for Women and you want to join, come and subscribe. Just go to our website, rewildingforwomen.com and subscribe. Also, you'll see on our website, there's a free Facebook group. That's where all of these shows take place live. So if you ever want to be a part of Circle as I'm filming this or creating these talks and these workshops and these conversations that we have, feel free to join the group and then just look out for our weekly live live stream event. Okay, so much love to you. Enjoy the episode. But just to start with, let's just put one hand on our hearts. Let's close our eyes. Let's feel the fact that we are in circle, right? I know you might be behind a computer, you might be at work, but there is a part of you that is connected to the circle. And if you're listening to this later, that's fine. You are still in circle, right? You're sitting in circle with us. You're in sacred space. This is a place to hold an intention. So with your hand on your heart, feeling if there's an intention that arises for you, how do you want to be? while sitting in circle with us. Maybe it's, I, I am intending to be open. I'm intending to see things that I maybe haven't seen before. I'm intending to step just one step closer to my soul purposes, or I'm intending to open just a tiny little bit more to my soul gifts. Feeling into what is an intention for you? What is arising? What's, what's coming for you? And, and holding that Holding that in your heart, breathing that in your heart, and then breathing the full circle, right? So now breathing the full circle that we're sitting in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can almost imagine that we're sitting in a circle of women. We're all on the floor. We're actually, we're outside. We are on the earth. We're outside. We're on the earth. We're all sitting on the earth. We're in a circle. So just imagine that and just imagine sending big mama massive love into the middle of this circle, right? And this is the space that holds us. This is the vortex. This is where the magic happens. So just breathing that. So when you inhale, you can 
receive that energy and that love, right? It's the love, it's empowering. So you breathe it in. And then on the exhale, you give it back, right? So it's just this giving, receiving, giving, receiving the breath in, out. Oh, yes. All right. Can you feel the love? (laughs) Okay, I feel good. So coming back, let's share the love. So let's do lots and lots and lots of hearts. Let's do lots and lots and lots of likes. That's just a way of honoring like I am here in space with you. I am in circle with you, not me, but your fellow sister, me included. So I'm here, I'm here. And I've got this big open heart space for myself and for what we're doing here. God, it's so good to see that. Isn't it the best? Like, don't you just feel super yummy? (laughs) Oh, okay, let's see. All right, we've got about half an hour. So, God, I just love all the love. You ladies are amazing. (laughs) All right, let's get into today's topic, which is soul gifts and soul purpose. And it's steps to uncover our soul gift and our soul purpose. So as I was chatting about a little bit before, what inspired this are the women who are doing rewilding intensive. Now this has been this six month, beautiful, big, potent, wild, insane ride that is the deepest dive that you can do with, with me anyways, in rewilding. And it's really strongly focused on de-rubbling really strongly focused on opening up all of those shaktis, all of those different lines of energy, really focused on the purifying, the releasing, the letting go of all the layers, right? The layers, the false self, the stuff that we've absorbed from family, the stuff that we've absorbed from the collective, the stuff that um, we've been carrying around from our lineage, that we've absorbed from our DNA, right? The stuff that we've absorbed in our mother's womb. So it's, it's, it's the de-rubbling process. And you hear me talk a lot about that. So this intensive was designed to take us into as many different archetypal or Shakti energies, right? Uh, to open those lines. So it's been an awakening. It's been an opening. It's also been a de-rubbling, a letting go or releasing anything that's clogging up the lines, anything that's distorting that particular thread of energy. Now, in this process, what starts to happen are soul gifts start to arise. It just naturally happens. When we start to shed false layers that are not us, magical things start to come out, especially when we work with the particular archetypes that we work with in rewilding, right? Like the medicine women or the medicine men like Chiron, or medicine women like Hecate, or we start to work with some of those kundalini goddesses or those tantric goddesses. We start to open up to to their gifts, which are oftentimes innately our gifts, right? So you see my body start to move. So some women are starting to get like priestess gifts. I'm just giving examples. I'm just totally giving random examples. And it's a, they start to just naturally unfold. You work in these energies, you de-rebel things, you open things. Your esoteric 
out there weird, weirdo witch gifts, medicine woman gifts, tantric gifts, um, gifts of sight, gifts of psycho-spiritual ability, spiritual power, all of these things, they just, they're a natural byproduct of doing this work. It's what happens when we go into these energies and you work with these potent archetypes and we um, clean the lines. So that's what's inspired this talk is there's this gorgeous, potent, powerful, wild group of women who are about to graduate this six-month intensive. And along the way, I've been, it's been such an honor to witness these gifts starting to unfold and starting to open these more esoteric gifts. Some of them are totally esoteric, but some of like the gifts of the medicine woman start to come out or the gifts of the tantrika or the gifts of the priestess start to come out. And it's gifts of hands-on healing. It's gifts of, like I said, sight. It's gifts of um, transmitting energy. It's gifts of channeling. It's gifts of, oh my gosh, I could go on and on and on and on and on. So in that, there's also kind of this phase of like messiness. M messiness of, <laughs> I'm just gonna be totally honest here, of what the fuck is this for? <laughs> right? So this, and how many of you can relate, right? Like hit the heart or hit the like if you've done work with me or you've done work with another person and things start to open up for you and you're like, what the heck, do, what is this for? What do I do with this? Yeah, okay, right? So it's, it's, it's part of the process. It's part of the beautiful unfolding that comes. <laughs> so, so today's talk, I've got three kind of steps that I want us to go into. Um, the first step that I want to chat about is following the breadcrumb trail, right? So following the threads around purpose. So this, this first point is more around path, purpose. What are some tips um, to help me align with my path or help me align with my purpose? So that's the first point I'm going to talk about. The second one I'm going to talk about is a little bit more around this de-rubbling because that's what opens us up to the soul gifts. That's where um, the purpose reveals itself on another level. Um, or in another way, sorry, not on another level. It reveals itself in another way of these gifts are starting to come out. Wow, what, what, now what do I do, right? What do I do? My hands are on fire. Like I've got these tingling hands. Um, do I need to do Reiki? Do I, what, do I, what do I do with these like burning hands? And I, I have this desire that I just want to put my hands on, on someone. Or I'm, I'm seeing, I remember one time, very early on in my journey, I remember my neighbor came in the room, and um, this is when I was living in the woods back in Wisconsin still, so this was years and years and years ago, and so she comes, uh, she, she comes over, and I'm looking at her face, and I'm like, oh, there's something wrong with her eye, and then I thought, you are losing the plot, Sabrina Lynn, you have definitely lost it, but I can't stop staring at her eye. And she goes, oh, she's like, I've just found out some news today that I have um, cancer in my eye. Right? 
well, I was like a little, like a little baby spiritual being then, baby energy healer. I don't even know what to call myself, right? Baby facility, baby, whatever I am. And I freaked out like, what, 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 um, why did I see that? What? <laughs> so, so I share that with you as an example of, um, of that, those early kind of like freak out sort of things. They just start to open up. You're like, ah! what is this real? Is this not real? What do I do with this thing? So we're going to talk a little bit about that in the de-rubbling process. <laughs> Baby goddess. Marimba, yes, sister. Thank you, woman. I love you. Um, and then the third point, sorry, I've got notes. Can you believe this? I've got notes to that. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Notes. Uh, and the third point is a practice that I want to share with you at the end around aligning um, there's actually something so key in that practice so if you can stay here until the end do it because it's really powerful there's a masculine way of looking at purpose and feeling into purpose and there's a feminine way and we've missed this one and it pisses me off there's more see now there's my second rant it pisses me off um, so we'll do that as well I'm drinking this lemon water. My neighbor, not my neighbor, one of the girls in intensive brought me lemons from her lemon tree. It's like drinking Kool-Aid, like it's so sweet. I can't get enough. So it's Barbara, thanks Barbara. Okay, um, so this first, this first little thing I wanna talk about is following the breadcrumb trail. And it relates back to what I was sharing at the very start with Amy, my buddy, when we were walking and it also relates to a bonus interview I did for our rewilding online retreat with Jane Elworthy, who is this gorgeous medicine woman. She's actually co-facilitating the drum making retreat with me. So those of you who are coming on it, you will be blessed by this woman. She is big mama magic. But um, her and I had this beautiful conversation, this beautiful interview, and we were talking about soul purpose. And and I, I just opened up the question, opened up, um, the conversation, I said, Jane, what is one thing that you would really love to share with women? She goes, Sabrina, the one thing I really want to share with women is this thing around soul purpose and this thing that, that we're on the path. Like right now, in this moment, you are on the path. You, you are. And, and then she started sharing about how we oftentimes get this grand thing stuck in our heads of what is my one soul purpose? What is it? I've got to, I've got to find it. <laughs> and that's not how it works. <laughs> but we get stuck there. So from Jane sharing this, and I consider Jane an elder, right? She's an elder to me. She's, um, she's, she, when she's coming from a place and she's talking about the one thing that she really wants to share with people, she's coming from a place of wisdom, from I know this and I've also worked with thousands of women so I can share this from a place of, of real, real knowing from experience and so it's this shifting this thing in our mind or our being of it's this way out there purpose and I'm not gonna I'm, I might get to it someday hopefully soon and that's not at all the way to look at it it's more of you're on a breadcrumb trail and or I like to look at it as threads and you've got to just follow the threads. And you hear me, I talk about follow the energy, right? Follow the energy. I only get to see what I'm ready to see. 
So there might be this whole, let's say, as a way of just talking about it, I know that this isn't the way it works, but this is just a framework to hopefully give us um, tools to be able to chat about this. But let's just say the whole trajectory of your whole life path, your soul's path throughout your whole life, is this thing from point A to point B to point C to point D, E, F, G, H, right? But how it works is I don't get to stand here on point A and see B, C, D, D, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. I don't get to see the whole thing. I most often get to see B, and that's it, right? I don't know what C is, or D, or E, or F, because I haven't said yes to B yet. And so often, we, we know it. There's a knowing, like, I know that I am being called to this. You feel it in your heart. There's this resonance, there's this pull. I'm really being called to explore shamanism. And then the brain kicks in. So that's your point B, right? You're here at A, and you're really being called to explore shamanism. All you're being asked to do in that moment is to go from A to B. That's it. But most often we're standing here in A still going, mm, I don't know why. I want to know the why or the how. Or the blah, 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 or what's that going to lead to? Or what does that translate to? Why the hell on earth would I study shamanism? How is that going to make me money? And meanwhile, I'm still hanging out here in A, wondering why am I not on purpose? Why am I? Where is my soul path? Where is it? Well, sunshine, if you would go from A to B and do what you know you're ready to do, then C would show up, and then it would be like. Oh, hey, okay, C, D, E, F, G, right? So it's, a, it's this glorious divine unfolding, but we don't get the next piece until we're at B, right? C doesn't show up until I'm at B, but we're still just hanging out here like, yep, um, still a little confused. You're not confused. <laughs> you can feel it. So now to talk a little bit more about that feeling component of it. Um, and I know that there's so much written on finding your purpose and aligning and what are your values. Martini, here's a good little resource. If somebody wants to type this in, that would be great. Um, John, Dr. John Martini wrote a book called The Values Factor. Um, and there's tons of stuff out there, but this is like level one of finding your purpose, of uncovering your soul's purposes and your soul's gifts. It's just, it's that first kind of touch base level. And it goes through, what are your values? What lights you up? He's just got this, I, I didn't even read the whole book, but I read, um, he's got this really good questionnaire. What do you spend your time on? What do you spend your money on? What's sitting in your office? Um, things like that. What, what books do you read? What's, what topics do you read about? What sort of people do you look up to? right? Um, to give you hints around this stuff. And again, yeah, oh, thank you, Stephanie. You're beautiful. I appreciate you typing that in. Um, so that's kind of the start, right? Now, along with that is the, what do you do? There's a lot of different ways to do this, but I'll just give you a couple of different things. So there's other things to sort of explore, and it's like, when do you lose track of time? 
Maybe you're an artist and you love to paint and that's when you totally lose track of time. You lose yourself. It's just absolute passion and you come out and you're like, oh my God, I've just done that for four hours. Wow. So feeling into that, what lights you up? What makes you feel alive? Um, here's another interesting one is what do people who know you and who love you, right? They have to be people who are pretty clear uh, and don't have an agenda for you. So it's not like going to dad who's always wanted you to be a lawyer and saying, dad, what do you see in me? Because dad will probably shade his sharing with lawyer bits. Like, well, you're really smart, honey, and I think you'd be really great in a courtroom. Uh, probably not the best person to ask. But somebody who, who can see you and has as little as possible agenda for you or pull for you to do a certain something. What do they see in you? So in Rewilding Intensive, right? Like we've got this beautiful group of, this beautiful circle of women and you can see gifts in these women. Now, to have no attachment to that, but to be able to share from this place of, I'm watching your hands-on healer unfold in you, is beautiful. Um, so sometimes it's, it's what do others see because we oftentimes don't see it ourselves or we need to de-rubble before we can step in and own it or accept it. Um, okay, so I think that's enough for this following the threads component. I want to dive into the de-rubbling bit. So many times we have done that first step. So that first step is probably not totally new to you. We've, there's tons of stuff out there, right? Like Martini's Values Factor. There's tons of little sole purpose workshops and things that you can do in questionnaires of like what lights you up, what do you love, all of that stuff. But the thing about it is when we hit what it is that, that really lights us up, that we're here to do, we're the way that we're here to serve or the way that we're here to give or the way that we're here to be, there's often so much freaking fear around it that we sabotage the shit out of it or we deny it. So when I say sabotage, remember we did that live stream on, I think it's called Truth Bomb, Truth Bombs, it was around uh, defense mechanisms, getting rid of all the crap that's in your way, right? So oftentimes, there's this purpose in you and it's starting to reveal itself or you, you've got this feeling or there are people who you look up to, right? Like it might be, I've, I, so for me it was, I used to love listening to Wayne Dyer and Carolyn Mace and I just thought, wow, I just, I just love, I just love that. So that there's this, there's this resonance in you, right? There's this, I kind of know this, I've got this feeling that, that I'm being called to do this. But then it's uh, every defense in the stinking book will come up around this thing. And that's because we haven't de-rubbled yet. We haven't released the fears around it. We haven't gone into the place where I was burnt at the stake for being a witch. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm called a witch quite often. Right? And I was definitely burnt at the stake for being a witch. Um, So part of this reclaiming our soul gifts and our soul purpose in this life has to be this deep, some sort of deep work 
around getting rid of all of the fear that comes with being seen. And it's not just around being a witch, right? It could be a job like being a lawyer, but there's stuff in there that's causing a lot of defense mechanisms. So when I say sabotage, it could be I, it's all that like playing small. It's all of those things around playing small. Like this is something I'm drawn to and I resonate with and I love and I'm passionate about, but who am I to do that? Right? Does this, does this make sense? Is this resonating with you? Who am I to do that? Or I need more training to do that. Or I'm too young or I'm too old or I'm, yeah, every defense that could possibly come up comes up. Or I can't take that leap because I won't feel secure or I won't be financially stable if I try that. Or I don't know, we come up with all sorts of things and we're so good at creating these pictures in our heads. And these are just the defenses, right? And you can go listen back to that other episode on different defense defenses that come up around this stuff. So, um, so what happens when we start to de-rubble and we get into these deeper layers is it's basically like Kali's sword comes out, right? And Kali's sword is the sword that cuts away any obstacle, anything that prevents us from being in our fullness, anything that's preventing us from stepping into our purpose, right? All of the obstacles. I mean, she clears it in like a a wild, ferocious way, but that's her gift, is she basically takes her sword out and takes the head off of all of these sabotaging mechanisms that we've got. All of them, the, the fear of being seen, gone. The storytelling, who am I to do this? The playing it small, gone. That's, that's, that's what the de-rubbling is. And it's not just working with Kali, of course, so other archetypes to just talk a little bit about uh, is the medicine woman. I know that we've talked a lot about her. There's Hecate. There's Isis that falls in there. There's also Hygieia uh, that falls in there. There's a few others as well. But it's looking at them. It's looking at Chiron. This is a huge one. So we're talking about sabotaging and we're talking about gifts. Now, Chiron is a place in self that is your wounded healer. And you've probably all heard of the wounded healer or you've heard of the line, we teach what we most need to learn in this life, or we go and do the thing that we most uh, desire on a personal level, or we most need on a personal level, right? You've probably heard, that's the Chiron. That's the Chiron. That's the, that's the wounded healer component. So, so when you go and you work, we, we, we work with this archetypal energy of what is my deepest wound. And it's the wound that's preventing you from becoming the healer that you are. Now, healer could be a teacher. Healer could be a lawyer. Healer could be a doctor. Healer could be a mother. Right, right. It's just a term. So take healer out of there and, and you don't have to go like, well, I'm not a healer, Sabrina. We're all healers. Like, just giving somebody love is healing somebody, right? I go to the post office and the, the little sweet man at the post office, he heals me every time I walk in the door because he just loves the crap out of me and everybody else that comes in there. So wounded healer is working on that deep, 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 deep wound that is what is preventing us from stepping in to our fullness, right? So that's where the de-rubbling comes into play. And, and this is partially why some of the women who have been doing rewilding with me for a while, it's just like, get, 
juice are popping up all over the place. And, and then to come to this point of like, what do I do? And that is a beautiful, brilliant, magnificent place to come to. Um, I want to add one step in here, which isn't on my list. We've got time. We're just going to keep talking because I've got a lot to share around this. Uh, so one step that I didn't talk about is, uh, how do I want to say this? Maybe it's not a step. It's a, it's when you're on this path and things are coming in, gifts are opening up, and you're seeing other people's gifts, right? Like I, for me, let's just look at Carolyn Mace. I'm back in the day when I was a little baby goddess, which is the new term, I like that one. <laughs> and I was looking at them and I was going, yeah, I love what they do, but that's not me, right? That's, that's not me. This, maybe this little tiny component is me or, or this little thread is me, but that's not me. So the step that I'm trying to get to here is there comes a time when we actually have to go within and we have to shut the rest of it out. We have to shut out the Facebook feeds. We have to shut out what other people who were kind of similar to or maybe were a little bit similar to we have to shut that out now it's not not during the training process right it's not necessarily then it's it's during the the big the big gifts are coming out and and something that can oftentimes happen is this um trying to step into these shoes because i see this in our society and i see i see that this works right like i see carolyn mace's way of teaching it works and so so there's sometimes in this like early-ish stages, it's a, um, before we develop, there's a, something happens here around developing our strength in our gifts. So, and, and while that's happening, there's this tendency to want to step into someone else's gifts that are sort of similar to ours, but it mucks us up and it wastes our time. So you'll see, this is a brilliant one. I love this example. You'll see Marie Forleo. Right, Marie Forleo, she just created this absolutely beautiful business um, uh, doing lots of things. She created like a thousand little Marie Forleos who then tried to go out and be a Marie Forleo and it was just ridiculous. So she would post a certain way and they would post a certain way. Or if you think about Daniel Laporte, I'm trying to think of different women who you might know of. Uh, Daniel Laporte and her Facebook post where it's just that white post she calls it, she calls it truth bomb, right? She started truth bombs and she goes, whatever, it's just that white post truth bomb, like it's written, she does a lot of Instagram stuff. It's written this way, blah, blah, blah. And then you can see like everybody tries to copy that. Everybody tries to emulate that. They're not even coming from their authentic self. They're not coming from their gifts or their soul path, path or their soul purpose. They're actually just trying to emulate Marie Forleo because again, that works. So I'm watching how that works, that works. And so it's this, Oh, well, why don't I just step into Marie Forleo? And, and then you watch all of these. Yeah, a guide, but not a clone. Yes, yes, Kathy. Um, so there's a, there's, a, there's a tip here to sometimes also, even if you're in woman's circle, right? Even if you're in circle and you're looking and you're watching, holy crap, this woman is 
priestessing away, right? She's got priestess happening all over the place. And you're like, wow, am I supposed to be doing that? Like, should I, should that be happening in me? Like, why am I not priestessing away like her? Because you're not a priestess. You're a fucking writer. Get your pen out. Write some shit. That's what you do. That's your gift to the world. That's your sole purpose. That's your sole gift. Priestess over there, she couldn't write for shit. She can't pick up a pen. She can't write at all, right? So, so it's a, sorry, I don't mean to bash priestess. I fucking love priestess. I love writer. I love them all. But it's this totally owning, honoring, being who the hell you are, right? Which is everything we talk about rewilding. Get rid of the layers, right? I'm not that. It's owning the I'm not that as much as it's owning the I am that, right? And it's the being okay to not be that. This comparison shit drives me nuts. Every single workshop I say, every workshop at the start I say, do not judge another person. Do not judge yourself the most though. Do not compare because we get so stuck in that shit. This is society on horrible stuff and the things that we've done. It's this constant comparison, constant comparison. And it totally prevents us from stepping into our deepest purpose, our deepest gifts, it will shut your gift down. It will shut your purpose down because you're thinking, I shouldn't just be a mother. I should be Marie Forleo. Right? Wrong! Wrong! Wah! So sometimes it's literally we need to go and we need to lock ourselves in a room and not talk to anybody, not look at Facebook, not read a book, not absorb anything from anybody. I need to go in nature and I need to get my self connected to however I connect to whatever I connect with spirit, my inner self, my soul, whatever. Get that working and let that come out and what you create from there is your magic. That's your authenticness. Will it be flavored by other stuff? Fuck yeah. Yes, and it should be, right? Because there's nothing wrong with bringing other stuff in that makes you grow and makes you evolve. but. It has to, we've got to create that, that connection to our soul, our, our path, our purpose, and that strengthening around it, right? It's almost like the strength starts to build around it, the strength of I know who I am, I know how to connect, I know how to come into self. So I can, I can say um, from a personal, well, I have lots of, who cares? I don't need to tell you personal stories. Um, but. But for me, it's I just go to the woods. I shut the computer off. I don't want to see. I don't look at people's Facebook pages very often because I don't want it to, unless, like Eckhart, um, Meister Eckhart, I'm fucking loving this guy. He's like this old dead dude, right? That was like one of the most beautifully, spiritually gifted men on the planet. I'm cool with, with Meister Eckhart. Um, influencing me because it feels aligned with my soul and it feels aligned with what I can share with you. It's doing something for me and I can share that with you. That feels good to me. Now if I were to look at Gabby Bernstein's stuff, the hell am I gonna get from that? But anyways, that's because I'm in this place of real clarity and that place comes. It comes, but at the start it's messy as hell and it's, it's oftentimes like, oh, well Gabby, Gabby Bernstein, she's She's talking about um, spiritual stuff and she's talking about archetypes and so maybe I'll just go stand here and try to be like, no, no, no. Go lock yourself in a room by yourself somewhere or get outside. 
connect outside, connect, feel, 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 feel. So this now takes me into the practice. <sighs> Deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> and the practice is to help to come into alignment, to help to come into deepest soul's purpose, deepest gifts, and uh, sorry, I'm still like way wanting to just keep going off about some of that stuff. So it's like, oh, shifting. Um, I love what Hannah just shared about the masks, by the way. Uh, so the practice I did want to share was there's a masculine way of stepping into purpose and there's a feminine way of stepping into purpose. And both are equally valuable. I use absolutely both of them because to me, they both weave, weave together to allow me, and this is just my experience, to allow me to come into my full, full soul's purpose, which changes all the time, right? It's constantly shifting, constantly changing. You probably just saw me write a note about, I don't know what's gonna happen at the end of this year, right? So that's just, that's me following the breadcrumb trail, right? Like the note that I wrote in the group and the note that I emailed out, that's exactly where it is, right? Like all I can see, I'm standing at A, all I can see is B. That's just trusting. I feel it, I know it, but that's all I can see. But I come from this place of both of these practices. So the first practice, which is one that you know, everybody knows, it's what is my deepest purpose? Asking yourself that question, what is my deepest purpose? Tuning into the heart. There's a partner practice that's really beautiful. Um, somebody who, uh, you kind of do a warm up to get to that point, but you come into this place of, of resonance with each other and you start sharing from the heart and you can feel when a person is sharing from their deepest heart like a 10 or if they're sharing this like that's not really it's not really your deepest heart's desire that's like a one you're giving me either a lie not because you're trying to lie but just because you're not able to see yet um, so you can you can do this partner practice but I won't share all of that with you um, it's uh, doing whatever you need to do to get to a place that you're in touch with your heart. So if it's dancing, if it's going into the woods, if it's meditating, if it's drawing, if it's whatever it is to come into this place of self. And, and as women, right, like we're very receptive. That's what we do. This is part of being feminine is, is we can easily feel this and then we can feel that. So what do you need to do to just really feel self? So come into that place first, and then ask yourself the question, what is my deepest purpose? What is my deepest purpose? If you're with a partner and that person's with you and they know you, what is my, deep, my deepest purpose is to be a teacher? And they say, four. So I'm kind of being truthful. And then I say, um, my deepest purpose is to connect with the divine and share from there. Eight, right? So now I'm getting to a deeper level that's coming more from my heart. That's just a tiny example. Um, and it's beautiful to do with a partner with somebody who you trust, somebody who you love, somebody who doesn't have that, uh, that pull for you or, or wanting you to do something because they have their own agenda. Uh, so that's deepest purpose. Now that's the masculine way of doing it. So the feminine, the feminine.
feminine, and this is the question that we oftentimes do not ask ourselves. We're not really ever told to ask ourselves this question. And the question is, what is the deepest way I want to give love? Now, do you feel how different that is? What is the deepest way that I want to give or receive love? If the receive word freaks you out, take that one out, because oftentimes we have problems with that one. Yeah, that's another feminine thing. It's the whole receiving thing. That's a whole other episode. So it's what do I want to create or do or who do I want to be in order to give my deepest, biggest, most profound love? Yeah, that's a whole different ballgame, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> now, when these, and you start to, you, these two, once you do this work, they, they weave, they weave together. The way that you align with your purpose comes from a place of the way that you want to give your biggest love and receive your biggest love, right? So, so, so you go into this one, what is my deepest purpose? What is my deepest purpose? What do I need to do before I die to feel fulfilled? What do I need to create before I die? See how that feels so different? And then, what do I do to give my deepest love? So now you've got these two, and it's like, yes, yes, yeah, this is a whole new way of being in the world. So you can see women who are on purpose, but their heart is dry, their body is dry, they're like shriveling up because they haven't asked that question. And then you see women who, um, who have this part, but they maybe haven't asked the purpose question. And they're kind of like, their, their bodies are open, but they're sort of like, like a bit watery. And they're like, yeah, I know there's, I know there's something that, that I want to bring into the world. <laughs> I'm so exaggerating this. <laughs> Hopefully it's sort of coming across. And that's, that's just this, right? So... So then you see women who they are making things happen or they're in it, they're being it, they're creating, they're manifesting. So that's a part of this whole, you get both going and things happen. Shit starts happening really fast because it's not just one or the other or, or none. It's both. It's both. It's both. And you see this full of love, full of passion, full of joy, but full of purpose. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Okay, um, that was a long episode. Ladies, I am so incredibly grateful to be here with you. I, if there's anybody that has questions around if live streams will continue, yes, they will continue. There's gonna be a tiny little break that happens in July, just because I'm traveling. Um, and I need to go to the woods. I just want to go to my family farm and I want to sit in the woods. That's me just doing that, right? That's exactly what I talked about. Me just going to think and to sit and to feel and to come into some serious alignment. Um, so there's going to be a little tiny bit of a break at the end-ish, middle-ish, end-ish of July from live streams. But don't worry, we will totally keep going until then. 
and then live streams will continue. Um, I'm, I'm, I, love, I love doing this, so we will definitely be doing that. Um, and we will also definitely, so this is another thing that I've gotten a couple questions on, we will definitely be doing the inner circle. So we will definitely be opening up a way for us as, as a group to work through the archetypes together. It's, uh, everything's online, there will be the practices, the tools, the ways to get in, the resources on how to get into each of the archetypes. So like we talked about Chiron today, we talked about Hygieia today, we talked about Hecate today, and that's definitely going to be launching in August. Um, and it's, yeah, I'm really excited, really excited for that. So those are two things that I can say are definitely happening. Now, final thing, if you are not a newsletter subscriber, please do so. We share lots of really good stuff with our newsletter subscribers, like that little note I was talking about. Um, on my number one practice, really. Um, I didn't share that anywhere else other than with our, no, I did post it in our group. I did post it in our Facebook group. Um, but there are certain things that we only share with subscribers that, um, that you want to be a member, you want to be a subscriber to. And plus all of our events, all of our new stuff gets shared there. I'm loving all these hearts, by the way. Ladies, I'm in love with you. I am so in love with you. I don't want to stop because I just want to stay here and I just want to keep, keep being in circle with you. <laughs> Okay, but I will let you go. Um, so much love to you gorgeous women, and I will see you next week. Mwah!